0: This is this is this, this is, is, life. This is life. 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 Life,
1: life, This is life with Lisa Williams.
0: Brian Sanders. For someone who doesn't stalk you on Facebook and has never really heard your name before, would you like to introduce yourself to anyone who's listening to the show today?
1: Uh, sure. I'm married to the beautiful Mrs. Kayla for nearly 23 years. We hmm. have a very spoiled dog named. Sprocket, who has his own Facebook page <laughs> and is going viral as we speak, which is oh, cool. just crazy. And he makes human faces, which people don't understand until they see the pictures.
0: Okay, so I have to go there. I'm holding my laptop. Anyone else have their laptop in front of you? Let's do it together. What do we type in in Facebook? Uh, S-
1: Sprocket the Wonder Pup.
0: Sprocket, S P R O C K E T?
1: Yes, ma'am. Sprocket the Wonder Pup.
0: Okay, here we go. Oh, my word. 8,350 people are talking about this. (laughs) What the what? (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Um, You don't lay in the floor and drink your coffee in total comfort. No, it must be really difficult being you. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's a cute dog. Cute face. He's adorable. Okay, so we've learned that you've been married a long time. And that you love your wife and you have a dog who drinks coffee.
1: I am a Jesus follower. I am nuts about him. And I try to bleed grace and I try to stay away from law, but I fail at that daily. Me too. Uh, I'm in love with Christian Radio. Been in it since God made dirt. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And uh, I'm currently Executive Vice President for Positive Alternative Radio And our corporate offices are in Blacksburg, Virginia. I could almost throw a rock and hit the gates to Virginia Tech.
0: So you've been in radio since, like, give us a year. What year did you start?
1: I started my sophomore year of high school, which would be 1984.
0: Wow. So that would be, is that 30 years then, right? I can't do math. Thirty Yes, and there are
1: people who (laughs) work for me (laughs) um,
0: who... (laughs) We're not born when i right.
1: started my radio career
0: it's weird getting old isn't it it's bizarre oh yes <laughs> i was at a meeting last night and um it was an improv comedy um thingy and this one kid there was a reference made to oj simpson and his glove and this one kid's like i don't really know much about that because i wasn't born yet wait you weren't here when
1: oj <laughs> drove
0: his car down the road <laughs> i don't understand
1: And then you begin to realize that, you know, (laughs) life has a way of marching on and you can't stop it.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay. So Brian Sanders, you might be thinking, well, maybe, maybe he's a guest on your show, Lisa, because, you know, he writes deep theological things about life in 2015 and he has some deep insights on where America's going or maybe because he runs a network, Lisa, maybe that's why you want him as a guest or, you know, maybe because he has a dog who's viral. Nope. None of those things. Nope. I sent out a request to some of my closest friends saying, with Star Wars coming out, do you know anyone who would be a great guest? And the response I got was Brian Sanders.
1: Which I'm not sure I should be proud of that. Or if that's something to be ashamed of, I have <laughs> <We're>, not wrestled <laughs> that burden to the ground yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's lean into that. We're, we'll we'll be leaning into that over the next ten to fifteen minutes.
1: Okay, because, all right.
0: Because um, then, you know, Brian and I became friends on Facebook. Then I began the stalking process, and there are lots of references to Star Wars on his Facebook page, especially Darth Vader. So I thought we'll just we'll just dive in and see where this takes us, Brian. But Talk to us about your relationship with Darth Vader.
1: Um, when I first was hired here into Positive Alternative Radio, the folks who founded this nonprofit ministry also have some, some commercial businesses. And they hired me here to run some of those commercial businesses for them. So I called down to a business that they owned in a different city, and I needed to mm-hmm. talk to the <laughs> manager there. This young kid answered the phone, and I said, hey, this is Brian. I'm looking for Chad. And you could hear the young kid trying to find the button on the phone, looking for (laughs) the hold button. Well, I don't think he ever found it, because you hear him yell down the hallway, Chad, Vader's on line two.
0: (laughs) Vader's on line two. You said your name was Brian, and he called you Vader.
1: Yes. So Chad picks up the phone. He says, hey, boss, what's up? I said, put the kid back on the phone. (laughs) He says, why? I said, don't worry about it. Put the kid back on the phone. So he puts me on hold properly. And this young man, and his name was Eric, picked up the phone. He said, yes, sir. And this is what I did. I said, I find your lack of faith disturbing. (laughs) And this young kid said, am I fired? Am I fired? Am I fired? Oh, am I fired? Please don't tell me I'm fired. Am I fired? Wow. And I said, no, sir. But it's the funniest thing I've heard in about 10 years.
0: Wow. Wow. So what's the story there? Were they calling you Vader behind your back? Or did he think you yes. sounded like Darth Vader? Oh, so they no, were
1: they, were Vader. Just, they, they were just yeah. calling me Vader behind my back because I was the boss.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. And did that, that was the, the like the genesis?
1: Uh, I don't know if it was the Genesis. I do have a love affair with <laughs> Star Wars. But since that story, that story is epic within our company. <laughs> so I will be given an average of one or two Darth Vader items per week. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it, it is very strange. There are <laughs> over 150 items that are in my office. There are bookshelves full of stuff. Wow. Uh, I'm looking here to my left. I see a Darth Vader Pez dispenser, a Darth Vader bobblehead, Darth <laughs> Vader stickers, uh, a Darth Vader <laughs> stylus for an iPad. People, they keep bringing it. I mean, mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. keep bringing it. So what am I supposed to say? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you going to no? do? Uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> and, uh So, but I do love Star Wars and Vader is the most famous villain of all time. You cannot Mm -hmm. name a more famous villain than Darth Vader.
0: This is true. And so there's so many deep things that these questions are just popping up in my brain. And I know you're not alone in as much as there are people listening right now that are laughing because they have a Star Wars collection or, you know, they they bought the Wookiee that I saw at Target the other day for $100 and they have that sitting by their tree. Or, you know, people are into this. So Brian is not an anomaly. Most of us maybe can't relate because we don't have all these things. And yet it it's part of our culture. And so Brian, to represent the people who, it, and it's not just this Darth Vader story, right? It's not just because that kid called you Vader. I mean, you definitely have a love for this um movie you you love it
1: right here's the thing i was nine years old whenever i saw the movie yeah it was the first movie that my dad ever took me to yeah that's a big deal yeah um as a result this movie defines an entire generation right and for me who's a guy who's pushing 50 i'm like okay this may sound stupid but this does take me back to when I was a kid. It is fun, and it isn't so nerdy anymore. You have to be ashamed of it to have stuff. So, so there you go. So that's the reason why I do it.
0: Yeah. So can you um let's just reminisce for people who are like us. I'm pushing for uh, I'm pushing fifty two. Okay. Um, I'm I'm pushing fifty also. I should say. Um, it was it 1976? That's the that's the day that is in my brain.
1: 1977. It was
0: 1977 when the first one came out, which do you call it the first one or do you call it the fourth one since it was the fourth in the li- the line?
1: I cannot believe I'm actually having these conversations. Um, <laughs> it is the first movie because it's yes. the first one that was released and it's the first one that was made.
0: Okay. So th- the first one. Right. And I remember sitting in the theater too. And I remember jumping out of my skin when that Thing jumped up whenever Luke was looking for Obi Wan. What is that thing called? It goes, wah! It has like a weird, you know, sword thing. What's that called? It has like a thing over its head, and it's got this weird eye. It has like one big eye. I don't know. Never mind.
1: Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm just trying to. Okay. Okay, so... So
0: Luke's Luke's family's been killed because they were all looking for the droids, and so Luke doesn't know what to do, and he goes. While he's out there, they get killed. But remember that thing that a sand du- a sand monster. Uh,
1: it's it, right. It is sand people, and and they sand have two people. eyes, and then they have two eyes.
0: Okay, I remember being a little girl, Brian jumping okay. out of my skin when the sand person <laughs> jumped up. And that, that was pivotal for me. I mean, and I remember really having feelings for Harrison Ford and for Luke Skywalker. And I remember being very tormented about the love triangle that I perceived as a little girl, like who's going to marry who I kept thinking, you know, thanks for listening. This, that's, that's enough about the, me. The, the, <laughs>
1: the, that's what well, this is. Well, this is, well, this is what I remember. I remember my imagination being activated. Yeah. I remember thinking, I actually escaped here, and I went somewhere else for like two hours.
0: Yeah, that—that
1: yeah. That was my first thought of that, and then I got the Star Wars figurines, yeah. and I could escape with them. I could, I could create my own world, and that opened up a world for me of like creativity and like storytelling, which helps us in this craft.
0: Yeah, because we create radio and, you know, George Lucas is so creative. And so he opened up something in you, Brian. And so what did you feel or how do you feel now or over the past, golly, decades about the spiritual component of Star Wars? I don't even know if I've ever had a conversation with anybody about this, but there's so much of like the force and that power, can you just dive into that because I'm sure you fleshed this out in your brain?
1: I'm not sure if we go if we should go searching for Jesus where he is not meant to be, so I don't try to spiritualize the movie. it's a movie yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It isn't like these people who go in their basements and watch My Little Pony and <laughs> look for deep <laughs> life meaning out of it. Uh, <laughs> you might want to I take that, that really
0: personally. I take <laughs> oh, that sorry. so personally. And
1: that's, so, you know,
0: that's my thing, Brian. So just leave me be. Uh,
1: if, if, well, we will put you on our prayer list. Let me say this. If there is one theme that is in star Wars, it's this, it is that good triumphs over evil. There is that theme and it happens over and over and over again, but I'm not, I'm not going to look for Jesus in the movie cause he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say that if there's one theme that good overcomes evil, and that is what revelation says happens at the end, is that good does win.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is there a book out? Is this all based on a book or or the screenplays the only written uh, property, or, or are these based on some sort of novels? I, I feel so stupid for not knowing the answer to this.
1: Uh, Actually, George Lucas surrendered all... I feel really stupid knowing all these answers. Uh, (laughs) George George Lucas actually surrendered all rights. He sold them to Disney for like $6 billion. And that was with a B. Uh, Mm -hmm. So J.J. Abrams, they hired, uh, has taken the story in a new direction. So after... The series ended with the first six movies. Mm -hmm. There were books written. There were comic books written. So you could take this in like any direction. But J.J. Abrams, who is doing this movie that Disney has hired, has made everybody sign a confidentiality contract. And they are not allowed to talk about the story. And that's brilliant from a marketing perspective because you have all these nearly 50-year-old geeks like me who are mm-hmm. trying to figure out what is the storyline. Mm-hmm. And there's something I think that we all need to be prepared for because if you're in the Star Wars community, everybody needs to ramp down about five notches. These, <laughs> these movies you think? are like – I think these movies are legendary. Yep. They defined a generation.
0: Mm-hmm. Go
1: ahead and just accept the fact that it's probably not going to meet mm-hmm. that standard that you want. But you also need to remind yourself of this. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's entertainment for Pete's it's sake. It's entertainment for Pete's sake.
0: And, you know, something you said was very keen. That is, when you liked Star Wars back in the day, people did kind of say, golly, you're such a nerd you know, oh, you know all the words, you know all the lines. I mean, like for me, I saw the, the first movie probably 20 times. I mean, I just know every word. It was very influential. But a lot of people don't care at all. You know, they don't care at all. So it's not that big a deal. But for the people who it is a big deal for, it's a really big deal. And and that being said, is there a moment in those six movies that's like your favorite moment? I mean, it's just like that is a defining moment of the whole thing for
1: you. Yes, my, my favorite moment is when Vader picks up The emperor and he destroys the emperor in order to save his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Luke is dragging his father, trying to save him, and he's begging his father not to die. And he looks at his dad and says, I can save you. And his father says, You already have, Luke. You already have. Uh, So that's my favorite part because it does say that. There is redemption. Now, now let me say this. Now, before I get emails saying, well, Jesus didn't redeem him. I understand. (laughs) Please don't email me. I get it. But there's this theme there about redemption. That's what I like.
0: Yeah, just you saying those words gave, I, I had a physical reaction. I got chills. That was well written and then well spoken too. That's really cool. What do you think about Yoda? Do you like Yoda?
1: That's my wife's favorite character. I'm not a big fan of like people who like talk backwards. And he's green, <laughs> so is he sick all the time? Uh, but uh, <laughs> he was he was done by Frank Oz, who is the yes. voice, who is the voice of Miss Piggy. So yeah, yeah. so if you listen so if you close your eyes, <laughs> listen closely, you can hear Miss Piggy. And I made my wife do that, and now it's ruined it.
0: It's ruined her. it. You totally totally it. just messed it up for a bunch of people. Uh, nice job. And what do you think of Jar Jar Binks?
1: Let's just say that J.J. Abrams promised the entire Star Wars community (laughs) that Jar Jar would not be in the next three movies. (laughs) Okay, that's good.
0: Are there three movies? There's going to be three?
1: Yes, there will be three movies uh, coming up. So there's this one, and then there will be two more. If there's anybody out there listening who's thinking about taking a risk, and you have people saying to you, you will fail. You need to remember this. Nobody thought that this movie would be a success. Every person who read the script laughed at George Lucas. Lucas put the movie out, and he was just worried to death it would fail. He thought in his heart he would fail. And I think that the story goes that Lucas got in his car, and he drove down through California around theaters, and he saw people lined up around theaters to see the movie. He took a risk and he won. Yeah.
0: If you're thinking of taking a risk and everyone's laughing at you, but you believe in your heart of hearts, you're supposed to do it to go for it. Cause go you for just it. never know. You just never know what could happen. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay. But before I wrap things up, is there anything else burning in your heart you want to say about Star Wars? And you've always wanted a chance and no one's ever let you publicly say it. You can, this is your moment. Anything else?
1: No. <laughs> okay, uh, that's uh, uh, No, I have no.
0: no. <laughs> okay. Have you ever dressed up like a Wookiee? Is that too personal?
1: <laughs> I have never dressed up like a Wookiee. <laughs> okay. I, I, have, uh, I do have a Darth Vader mask in my office that I wear around the offices on May the 4th because that's Star Wars Day because right. we say, May the 4th be with you. Okay.
0: So. Yeah, I think that's a good... We'll end on that. That's good. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Brian Sanders, for um, just spending some time making my show relevant because, obviously, Star Wars is a big topic of conversation. My kids are seven and eight, and they freak out when they see a lightsaber, and here we are pushing 50, and we still have a little pitter-petter in our hearts when it comes to... Um, with, well, Harrison Ford coming back. I mean, it just is brilliant. So I'm excited about seeing the movie. And if you want to contact Brian because you have complaints or you have um, joy about anything that he said, (laughs) there's a link to find him and to find his viral dog. If you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com right under this show, um, you'll be able to find Brian Sanders. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, (laughs) ma'am. Hashtag thanks for listening.